2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
3: All right, we're coming to the end of a year, and that means the celebration of the beginning of a new year. Can you believe it's going to be 2024? Yeah, we will uh, pick some uh, music that relates to the uh, end of a new year, the beginning of a... The end, of, the end of an old year, the beginning of a new year. And, and also, uh, this week, we'll be talking about some of the, the best of and the worst of, of, of the year. So let, let's spend a few minutes uh, talking about what, what job you would hate to have today. It's the day after Christmas. What do people do the day after Christmas? They exchange gifts, because not everything's the right size. Or they got money, and they're going out and spending their money. The job that I would hate to have would be working at customer service, the return counter, at Walmart. Can you imagine how bad that's going to be? And look, I, I hope if you're returning something at Walmart, you know, be nice to the people, but also the people at Walmart need to be, I, be, need to be nice to us. You know, because um, I, I tell you, I've, I've run into people at Walmart r- returning something that have had a terrible attitude. And then I've run into others that just had the best attitude ever. So, you know, every, I mean, everybody should, should try to have a, a decent attitude. Um, can you imagine working at the Apple Store at Lakeside today? I mean, seriously, that is going to be another Charlie Fox drive. All right, if you want to join us with a comment or a, a, a job you'd hate to have on the day after Christmas, the Oakenheart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. What about a plumber? I mean, would there be plumbing issues like the day after after Christmas?
0: That seems like more of an after Thanksgiving.
3: After Thanksgiving, uh, yeah. yeah. after Thanksgiving, yeah, they so. probably have
0: more plumbing challenges.
3: I'm thinking about maybe people just putting stuff down the toilet that maybe shouldn't go down the toilet.
0: You know what I hate they have to have to All right, so near my house where I live, all all the streets are decorated. You know, it's from the city, like all the poles, okay. all the, all the uh, light poles, all the telephone poles, they're all decorated with Christmas uh, decorations. So I would have to hate to be that guy to have to take all those decorations down, Yeah, whether it's at the mall, whether it's on the busy street. And you have to do it at night, you know, while everybody else is sleeping. So you have to wake up at like maybe midnight and two in the morning Have to take all these decorations and Santa Claus and Christmas trees and Uh, lights down.
3: I know that was the one thing that I hated most about uh, doing a Christmas tree with lights. I mean, I've got a I've got a ficus tree that's in in my apartment. I mean, I have have a tree in my apartment, so I I decorate the, the ficus tree. And I've got some lights on that, but, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not hard to take the lights off. Uh, but, man, I, I, I hated that. And then, you know, a, a couple of times I put up lights when I had a, a house, and, and I put up lights, and taking that down was, it was a mess. But those people, are not, they'll probably leave those up until January the 6th, King's Day. Okay. So that might not be like the day, after, the day after Christmas. But is there a job that you would hate to have the day after Christmas? Well,
0: how would you like to be the police officer to have to sit at one of these checkpoints, on Christmas night,
3: yeah, uh, no, that wouldn't be fun. That wouldn't be fun. Um, traffic is, is really scattered today, and, and once again, I, I remind you when when people are out of their normal traffic patterns, you know, be extra careful because people don't know where they're going, or they're not used to going where they're going, and they're oh wait, I know I gotta go over And and look, you know, people are just a little bit um, a little bit nuts. Uh, so just you know, just just be patient, and uh, it's going to take time uh, to get anything done. Uh, today so you know be careful uh, if you want to join us with the comment the Okinour Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870 so there's a story of this uh, police officer and you just heard this in the news with Chris Miller who um, the police shot a dog shot and killed a dog christmas night in, uh, in Thibodeau. but i mean what could they do you know the the family is is not happy but they they say it's not the, the fault of the Thibodeau police department because the dog attacked the police now, when I first heard the story and I heard that they shot a dog that was running in and out of traffic, I'm thinking, well, why would they have to shoot a dog running in and out of traffic? I mean, a dog like that could cause, a, could cause a, an accident that you wouldn't want to happen. But I don't know if you'd have to shoot a dog because it was running in and out of traffic. But, if the, but the dog growled at him and attacked him. And uh, I think Chris Miller worded it um, in such a way that he, uh, the, dog, the dog bit the officer's backside so I'm assuming that's his butt. Bit him on the butt. Bit him on the booty. But, you know, I don't think that's very, uh, very controversial. Uh, let's see. Um,
0: Did they mention the breed of the dog, no, by any no, chance? I no, didn't, I,
3: didn't, I didn't hear anything about that. Um, also, today is the first day of Kwanzaa. Now, I read that only 2.6% of the population celebrates Kwanzaa. So that's not very many people. But some people do. And, you know, we have a diverse show. We have a very diverse audience. And I, I, think, it's, I think it's cool to, you know, if, uh, if a majority of people are not celebrating something, but some people are, I think it's okay to take time to recognize, you know, what they do. You know, and instead of, instead of being angry at another culture doing something that is foreign to you, why don't we try to learn from that culture? So there are seven principles in Kwanzaa. Seven days, seven principles. Each day, a new principle is celebrated. And this is for African and African-American people. And it deals with the African, African African-American culture. And uh, there are seven candles. And the candle holder looks similar to a menorah, uh, which is a Jewish candle holder. And that has nine candles. The uh, Kwanzaa um, candle holder has seven candles, one candle lit each day. So today is, uh, is day one. And unity is the principle celebrated today. And unity is described as to strive for and to maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Now, there's something that some people might think is controversial about this. The idea of unity of race. Because some people could interpret that as being, well, what do you, what do you mean? It's like us against them? You mean they're you mean all the African Americans are gonna gonna uh, unite together? And like shut everybody else out. I don't think that's what that means. If anybody wants to to give us a further explanation, you're certainly free to do that. But I don't think that's what that means. I think unity of race means um, coming together and standing up for what is right. And when there's a racial issue, uh, African-Americans should bond together. Now, a lot of white Americans are going to side with them in terms of fighting injustice, But that's the way I I interpret that. The second principle celebrated on the second day of Kwanzaa is self-determination. And that is defined as to define and name ourselves as well as to create and speak for others. I don't know if I totally understand that, but self-determination is to um, just—basically, it's— Self-initiative, it's, uh, I would say that that is defining yourself as who you are and, and trying to, to reach your goals. And my point is, with unity and self-determination and all of the principles of Kwanzaa, there's nothing here that anybody should disagree with. So again, instead of bashing something that's foreign to us, why don't we just uh, maybe learn about it and see what we can learn from it? Uh, the third principle, celebrated on the third day, is collective work and responsibility. And that's defined as to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters problems our problems and to solve them together. Now, this does kind of sound like a dividing line where, well, we don't need your help. We don't want your help. We want to define these things and take care of these things ourselves. Um, That would not be a good message. But when you're up against the world... There's nothing wrong with, with bonding together. You know, your, your family, uh, in, in many ways, family bonds together against the world. So I would like to think that this is a positive thing and not a negative thing, to come together and to make, you know, a, a Mormons do this. Um, uh, Jewish people do this to some degree. You know, they, 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 they work together. They build communities together. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the fourth uh, the fourth principle is cooperative economics and that's defined as to build and maintain our own stores shops and other businesses and to profit from them together so again it's it's like other communities the goal is like you know why can't we you know we, we can build things for ourselves and I know this sounds separatist to some degree but I don't think that's the real intent and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong but it it's um it's about you know so it's about supporting your own own family business it's like a family business it's like any neighborhood store wants the people of the neighborhood to support that store and not go to the bigger store to 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 buy everything so in principle it seems like that's a good principle collective work and, and responsibility uh next is uh, cooperative economics oh no i just did cooperative economics uh the next one is um is a purpose uh, to, make or to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. So, you know, it, it's all about being proud of, uh, of who you are. Number six is creativity, and that's defined as to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial then we inherited it. That's a great principle. And finally, faith is the seventh principle of of Kwanzaa. To believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. What's wrong with that? These are great principles, but they shouldn't just be celebrated. They should be manifested. They should be lived out. They should be brought to life and not just celebrated as a principle. And when you go through these principles of of Kwanzaa, there are obviously um, a a lot of people who are not following through and following the basic principles of Kwanzaa. And if they did, the world would be a a completely, completely different place. All right. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Okinaw Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504 260-1870. 260 1870. To those celebrating, happy Kwanzaa. All right, full moon tonight. Also, if uh, you want to join us with a comment, and I'd love to hear uh, another job that you would hate to have on the day after Christmas, today, December 26th. What job would be a terrible job to have today? The Oakenheart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504 260 1870. I'm Scoot on the Air. We'll be back on WWL. All right, full moon tonight called the Cold Moon. And NASA says if you want to see the full moon, look up in the sky what brilliant advice all right I, I want to check in with uh, Dave Brandon in the WWL traffic center uh, Dave are you with us I'm with us Dave do you have any sense of traffic around the uh, the shopping areas like Lakeside shopping Center I don't see any uh, traffic on the roadways so to speak I don't think they're clogging the roadways but really? I'm well, sure, that's, good. That's, sure, that's good I'm sure the stores are clogged <laughs> I, I would think that the you know parking is, uh, is crowded too yeah boy that's another thing that we could talk about Uh Uh, Parking, Uh, people waiting for the spot nearest the the, the store. Oh yeah, you know nearest the entrance where you could it would take a lot less time to to park a little further out, and then um, just uh, walk. Right, but sometimes that clogs up the 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 ways to the parking uh, freeways. You know when you go through the parking laws. You know, waiting for somebody, with the, you know, they've got their blinkers on, their hazards on, waiting for somebody to pull out. And then somebody's just, you know, putting in packet. You know, if somebody's going to take too long, to, you know, to, to pull out of the space, just just m- move on and let, let traffic flow. Right. All right. Well, nice to know that it's not uh, too bad around the shopping centers. All right, Dave. Thanks. All right. Keep an eye on that. All right. We're also talking about uh, jobs that you would hate to have on this day, the day after Christmas. Let's go to Ken or Sean. You're on WWL.
4: Hey, Scoot. How are you doing this evening? Good. Well, my job.
3: What's I'm your a delivery
4: job? Driver. Delivery I'm a driver. Delivery driver. Yeah. And it's my fault, and I get the abuse and the foul language from the Karen, who just received uh. her Christmas present for her grandchild that left this morning. So now she doesn't get to give her grandchild this gift, and it's all my fault. It has nothing to do with the fact that when they ordered it or when the estimated delivery date was, when they ordered the gift, right. oh, that would never be their fault, you know, Scoot?
3: You're it, right about that, it's Sean. You know, it's and, all on me, buddy. And nobody wants to accept responsibility. I, you know what? I had not thought about that, but that's got to be a, a tough job because sometimes packages do arrive late, but it, it's not It's not like you had it sitting in the truck and you didn't deliver it.
4: <laughs> exactly. But, and as I'm walking away because I had enough of the abuse, the abusive language gets even louder. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, guess what? Your mother wears army boots. <laughs> exactly. But but I like my job, so if I turn around and say anything else, the ring camera or whatever else is going to record oh, it. And And then, then I'm going to have my butt in a sling with my supervisors because after the abuse I have taken, they'll edit out what they gave me and only show my supervisors what I gave them back. You
3: know, I understand that totally, Sean. And and what happens is, uh, people are mad at themselves, but they're taking it out on you. They're and, and so the manifestation manifestation of their anger should be directed at them, but it's 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 directed at you. So man, hang in there. And you know, you sometimes you piss people off more when you don't react. Like you said, when you when you turn away and walk oh, away, gosh. the abuse gets more. Yes, I know. All right. Hang that's in. what I do. Hang in there, Sean. Yeah, think about that. The, the, the driver of the delivery truck getting yelled at because maybe the package didn't arrive on time.
0: It's funny how we never consider certain jobs that have to happen right after Christmas. I, I was just thinking about the person that has to watch his Santa Claus clothes after he goes up and down the chimneys and get the soot on them. Well, and yeah, reindeer that's Reindeer droppings he has to deal with, all the milk and cookie <laughs> crumbs that's probably in his beard. You know, imagine being in his, like, hair, hair salon person that has to, like, get the crumbs out of his beard uh. or, the, or the, the washer that has to get the soot out of his suit from the chimneys.
3: That's, that's true. And you know those elves have been sweating.
0: Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, glad, they, I'm glad they have a day off.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, here's a text that says, uh, the best thing that happened to me uh, this year was finding you uh, and Ian, and Coleman sitting in for the interday, um, and, and listening to two guys eating muffs on the air. We ate some muffs. M- Muffalatas. We ate muffs. You know, I, I've said this before. You know, one of the you know, things you learn in, in you know, broadcasting school which I didn't go to, I'm sure you can tell, uh, is, you know you, you know, you don't eat stuff on the air. Well, you know, we, we broke that rule a long time ago, and uh, I've continued to break that over the years. But, uh, yeah, thank you for discovering us, and I'm glad you're with us. So, yeah, as the week goes on, we'll, uh, we'll talk about some of the, the best and the worst things of, of uh, 2023. And I just, I want you to just, okay, don't think about next year being just next year. Okay, it's 2023. Next year's going to be 2024. I want you to think back, and if you're a baby boomer or a millennial or Xer, think back on um, 30 years ago. Think back on how futuristic the sound of 2024 sounded to you. In some ways, we're really advanced. In other ways, I don't think we're as modern as some of us thought we would be. You know, there's no movable sidewalks everywhere. You still have to walk. You still have to charge the battery of your phone. And it's uh, it's always interesting to think about what young what Zoomers today, what their kids are gonna um, talk to them about. You know, Zoomers today are gonna go, yeah, well, you know, we had to do this and that, and, and their kids are gonna go, oh man, I can't believe y'all had to do that. You mean, wait, you had to sit around and wait for your, your phone or your computer to, ch- wait, you had to wait for it to charge? Oh, yeah, we had to sit around and wait for it. Sometimes it would take a little while to chart. Really? Oh, my God, I can't believe y'all had to do that. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Open Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504 260 Let's go to Bay St. Louis. Dorothy, you're on WWL.
1: Hi, Scoot. I was calling about your introduction to Kwanzaa. I think it's great that people get to have knowledge of everything other than their own little circle of friends. No matter how old you are or or young, the more knowledge you can get from all around will serve you through life in many ways.
3: Well, you're so wise, Dorothy. You're you're very wise. And, you know, I I, I talk about, Today being the first day of Kwanzaa, and I talk about the principles of Kwanzaa, not, not because only 2.6% of the population celebrates Kwanzaa, but it, because it, it is something that I think we can all learn from, and we all learn from different cultures. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, American culture is far from perfect, and, and we should learn more, and the people celebrating Kwanzaa should actually, should actually manifest those, those principles into, into their lives and not just celebrate them as part of Kwanzaa.
1: Well, I think that, as I say, the more you can learn about different cultures, the better off you're going to be. You can understand the people better that way, and not get into a great deal of arguments.
3: I agree with you, Dorothy, and you're you're wise in your age, and I'm proud to have you as one of our listeners.
1: Thank you. Good day, and have a great new year.
3: Yeah, you too, Dorothy. Thank you. Uh, If you want, if you want, what? So let's say, you know, well, you learn
0: about Kwanzaa, you know, okay. that's, and most people outside of their culture start to learn about it and they start to adapt some of the principles like, you know what, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Do you think they run the risk of being accused of cultural appropriation?
3: <laughs> you know, I, w- I would hope not because I, I think that cultural appropriation thing, and I know it's really serious for, for a lot of people, but I think it's more cultural appreciation, and I, I think that there would be those that if we never if we never copied anything that we thought was a good idea from another culture, uh, I think we'd be uh, considered uh, what are you snobs? What you don't like anything about our culture? What you you know what you know? Uh, dreads are cool, so what? You can't wear dreads. You know you're not going to wear dreads just because we. I mean I think it's a, a no win situation with some people, but with most people it's like you know hey you know the. If, if we learn something from another culture and, a, and, a, and adopt some of those things from another culture, we take nothing from that culture. And I'm just, I'm using, I'm using dreads as just an example because I see white Americans with dreads and they look really cool, men and women. So I don't, you know, that's an example of something that I don't think is cultural appropriation. I think it's cultural appreciation. Uh, let's see. Um, let's go to uh, to Jim right now. Jim's got an update on our, our traffic. Jim, where are you right now? I'm
5: sitting in traffic on the top of the Crescent City Connection.
3: Oh, wait, wait. I'm looking out of the window and I see that traffic coming into the city is creeping along.
5: I'm coming from the West Bank to yep. downtown. Yeah, and it's usually not like that, you know. Hey, during Christmas break, it's usually free, free flowing, you know. Anyway, uh, that's where I'm calling
3: from. Okay. Hey, well, hey, I, I, see, I see you. I see you on the bridge right now. You see? Wait, yeah. I'm waving in my windshield. Hey, you see hey you? I see you. It's a good cool. thing he's not
5: mooning us. I have an orange, yeah. <laughs> have an orange shirt on, and I have
3: a green garter
5: belt from um, St. Patrick's Day.
3: Oh, that's nice. Uh, uh, you, are you still have it on, or are you just uh, celebrating in advance?
5: It's on my on my uh, mirror. Well, I see it. That's I mean, track, I, can, so. I can see
3: you. I'm sorry yeah, you're, I'm waving you're at stuck you, there, but
5: it, I'm waving at you.
3: Well, thank you. I'm, I'm hey, waving at you from the price. studio. Price. I'm sorry, I'm, what?
5: I, I, I've, been, I've been hearing you, listening to you for
3: decades. Oh,
5: sometimes I, I, agree. I agree with you. Sometimes I don't. But that's the way we are. Well, we can, you
3: know, and I appreciate that. And, you know, the nature of this show is since... Since I define myself as a radical moderate, and since I'm not all one I'm not way, politics today. since I'm not all one way, the the chances We're
5: that just talking in general, in general,
3: right? Well, the the, the chances right. that we would agree on everything if somebody has diverse opinions, it's impossible. If you sure. you know, if you've got a, a right wing talk show host and you're a right winger, you're going to agree with everything they say. If you're if you're, well,
5: listen, go you ahead. know, it's tougher than that. I have. A nephew who went to Tulane, and his family is Tulane people. I have another nephew that went to LSU. His family is LSU fans. And I have another nephew that went to Mississippi. You know, uh, so where do I go? I have to go if I want to go in that household. I have to be neutral, no matter what, when we're all
3: together. Right, right. I, I know. Anyway, I, anyway. Look, I, I understand. I, I appreciate the comment, Jim.
5: I, I have right. something else I wanted to say, though. Yeah. Um, you're talking about Kwanzaa. You say 2% of the population in the United States yeah. celebrates Kwanzaa. 2.6. All, yeah. right. All right. How many people are Hispanic in the United States?
3: percentage I don't know what the percentage is. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I really I don't know.
5: If we're going to be fair, if we're going to be fair, how come you don't have—or Vietnamese— why don't you have a radio show with Vietnamese or Hispanic people uh, part of the show? I mean, if we're going to be fair.
3: Well, I think we I, I think we I'm include quit. whenever I'm part if, of print. if there is a I'm part if, okay, if there's a, if there's a celebration that involves Hispanic people like Cinco de Mayo, we talk about that. And I mean throughout mm. the throughout the throughout the year right. if if if, right. if there's if there's something that is is just congruent to the to the, the, th- this particular culture, we, we talk about that on the show. So I, I feel like we're fair. Hey, Jim, would, listen, it's, uh, stay safe out there.
0: And it wouldn't be that difficult. I mean, if we wanted to talk about something Hispanic, we can go to talk, get speedy, you know, from B97. Uh, right. we, got Ta- we got Tang Trong, our WWL journalist, so he could come on and talk about his culture. So it's not a, a, against the realm of possibility. We can do it if we felt like it. Well, and, but thing. but
3: I, I think my point is, is that we do those things. I mean, we do talk about other cultures. We do talk about Hispanic. I mean, my son's mom is Hispanic. She was born in, in Panama. And, I mean, I grew up learning about the Hispanic culture. Uh, Culture, So um, I feel like we're, we're fair. And, and and if I fall short when it comes to being fair, um, I apologize for that. And I, I always try to, to be fair. But again, we're not going to always agree because of the nature of this show. It's not myopic in terms of its perspective to where if you tune in, yes, I agree with everything that guy says. No, we're all we're, you know, we have different uh, different views depending on, on on the issue. So the chances of us agreeing on everything is just um, it's just ridiculous. All right, listen. So on this day in 1968, this band was on tour. This is Vanilla Fudge. And I remember this as a you know, teenager growing up. Vanilla Fudge did a cover of the Supremes hit. You keep me hanging on. I love this i mean this to me this kicks i can't wait to tell you the band that opened up for vanilla fudge on this day in 1968 and it was this band's first concert tour that began in denver on this day in 1968 i'll tell you about that when we come back on wwl on this day in 1968 vanilla fudge was on tour and led zeppelin was the opening act it was Led Zeppelin's first U.S. tour that began in Denver on this day in 1968. Wow. You know, if you like Vanilla Fudge, because they were they were kind of hard rock at the, at the time. If you like them, man, you had to be blown away if you saw Led Zeppelin as the opening act. I'm Scoot on the air. It's the day after Christmas, and we are with you live all week. Let's go to Metairie. Mike, welcome to the show. Scoot? Yeah. Hello? Yes.
2: I, maybe I'm wrong, but I got in my car to run some errands and I had you on and the guy's talking. I took as he was complaining that you were doing a show on Kwanzaa.
3: I, well, I, 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 it sounded like he, it sounded like he was mildly complaining, complaining in a nice, in a nice way. Yes. I think he was kind of complaining.
2: Well, in my opinion, that's a little racist. To what? No, I mean, so to, to him complain or uh, even suggesting that you don't cover other people's stuff. But I think Kwanzaa is primarily an Afro-American holiday. And right. why can't they celebrate it? And why can't you educate people on it?
3: Well, I, you know, I agree because I, I was talking about it um, but a lot of people uh, think it's bogus, and that we shouldn't talk about those things. And I think those are, you know, I think those are um, not uh, broad-minded uh, people. And, and we don't, we don't. I, I, you know, I do the show for the the people who, who who get it, and I don't think he was highly critical. But it was it was an underhanded uh, criticism for talking about Kwanzaa, And I yeah. think that's wrong.
2: Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But um, in San- we used to ride the sandbox bus together. We did. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: Wow. Okay. Hey, so remember right, the remember the buses they took out the seats and they put in benches so they could fit more benches. people in there? Do you think that would be uh once... You think that would be approved by the uh, you know, the the transportation OSHA? department? Yeah, OSHA. absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> uh,
2: whatever. But we, yeah, we had fun. we split around a few
3: times. Yeah, we did. All right. Mike, it's yeah. great to talk to you and uh, and reconnect right. and uh Have a go with. Yeah. Merry Christmas. All right, let's see. Uh Let's do a, just a, a fast text here. Um, uh, can you talk about the history of Kwanzaa? It's not uh, what we were sold. Let's see. I don't know what that's supposed to. Uh, I'm not really sure what that, that's supposed to mean. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, Scoot, sometimes when you turn around and walk away, you get hit in the head with a baseball bat. I spent four days in the hospital with a concussion. Could have been worse. Um I met some nurses uh, after I got out and, and got well. Uh, they, um, they passed me around like a toy. Okay, well, that sounds, uh, that sounds pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, I think they're referring to turning you back around like delivery drivers yeah, when well, you're with somebody.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, look, there's some bad people in the world. Also, uh, still trending on our website, com. It's not on the front page, so you have to scroll down for it. But it's the, um, it's the 2023 version of um, Toys the Night Before Christmas. I, I do it every year. And it's, um, you know, towards the night before Christmas at all through the White House. And it's based on who's in, in office at the time. So this is about Joe Biden. And you can uh, find that and uh, share it. It's on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page, also on the WWL.com website. Full moon tonight. It's called a cold moon. And uh, I think the weather's going to be okay to see it. So uh, enjoy it. and And remember... There are no conclusive studies that determine that the moon actually does make you crazy. No. If you go crazy, that's on you. But years ago, many years ago, defense attorneys actually used the full moon as an excuse for their clients committing crimes. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. All right. So this is going to be our attitude all week. We're with you live all week. And and it's the end of 2023. I hope it was a great year for you, but maybe everything wasn't perfect. And with the beginning of every new year comes the hope and the the promise that things are going to be even better. So yeah, we're going to talk about that uh, this week on the show. And Second Guest is coming up next with Bobby and Mike. They are live from the Silver Slipper Casino on the beach in Hancock County, Mississippi. Uh, your host on the coast. And they'll be talking about the, uh, the Saints' loss to the Rams. And there's a lot to talk about. We talked a little bit about this um, earlier. And, you know, why don't they use Jimmy Graham more? Um, I, 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 there's a lot of, a lot of questions. Uh, the Saints are going to have to win the game coming up against the Bucs and then beat the Falcons. Uh, and they can do it. So let's uh, maintain some hope. Hey, here's a, a text that says, uh, Happy, belated, Merry Christmas, Scoot, um, from Shatney in Massachusetts. Yeah, Shatney listens to us every day in, the, uh, in Massachusetts. I want to thank our program director, brand manager, Diane Newman, market manager, Kevin Cassidy, assistant program director, brand manager, senior producer of Scoot on the Air, Ian Hoke. I want to thank Chris Miller, Dave Brennan, Coleman, our studio producer. Thank you. Love you, New Orleans.